0: New shows and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand
1: 24-7. Get
2: ready to talk sports with Daryl. Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info U.M. featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl.
3: And welcome to Sports Info U.M. Hey, man, it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. But, you know, for some people, we're about to see something that they've never, ever seen before. And that's possibly the Lakers not – no, 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 hold on. on. We've seen the Lakers not make the playoffs. Some people in their lifetime haven't seen the Lakers make the playoffs. But we are about to see LeBron James not make the playoffs. And I'm telling you, that's going to be really, really interesting if LeBron James, the money train of the NBA, does not make it to the playoffs. Oh, my goodness. But what's gonna happen if Luke Walton is fired before the season is over? And we only got 20 games left. You know, come on. You know, uh, LeBron James threw the ball in the other night in a game against the, uh, against Phoenix, one of the worst teams in the league. And when he threw the ball in, the Lakers were losing 85 to 72 to the to one of the worst teams in the league, and and it was it was awful. But LeBron James threw the ball in, and he threw the ball against the backboard. Well, the the story is that the backboard hit the ball because he was actually trying to throw the ball at Luke Walton. He is that, that disgusted with Luke Walton. And you got to wonder, is Luke Walton going to actually even make the season? Man, I heard him in a press conference um. After after the uh, another game that they lost, that they should be make it, They got to win every game, damn near, to to make it to the playoffs. Not every game, but they got to go on a, at least a four game win But the Lakers and Luke Walton don't really appear to be on the same pace. You know, Luke Walton is like a, a JV coach and he they are really a professional organization and this is and no and i you know and we we put a lot of this on lebron but lebron needs um you know he he needs a phil jackson you know, in a sense you know what i mean i mean tyron Lue, we saw that that wasn't enough for him as a coach but you know when when pat riley put the organization on the shows and put some people around him hey we saw what happened they won But I'm telling you now, I really think that um, LeBron James has got to get not just people around him, but he's going to have to get a coach that he has to respect a little bit. I don't think he respect Luke Walton at all. I, I just don't. It's a lot of distractions going on with the Lakers team, too, though. I mean, a lot a, a lot of distractions. You know, Lorenzo Ball, he hasn't played um, in like four weeks or, or so. And on top of that, you know, Lorenzo Ball and Lance Stevenson put out a CD. You know, during the season, like four weeks ago, come on, man. What's going on with this team? And I know LeBron has to be looking at this stuff saying, wow, what do we have here when one of our, you know, first round pick uh, ball who is, you know, Some people thought he was going to be a a franchise player or he was going to at least be an all-star at one point in his career. It's putting out an album during the season? Come on. You really have to be focused on on what you're doing. You're not a musician. You're not a rapper. You're a basketball player. And here it is, you hurt. You know, we say when people do stuff like that, if you had been focusing on the game, you wouldn't be in the tub. You wouldn't be trying to get ready to play. You be playing, but I'm not. I'm not gonna focus on that. I am gonna focus on Luke Walton it is is just really not motivating this team. And 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 and, I'll, and 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 one more thing too. One more one more thing that I not not one one more thing. I'm gonna add this on to. I'm gonna add this on to the Lakers. And the NBA. The NBA needs to do something about Brandon Ingram having beads in his head in the game. What's up with that, NBA? Because one of those beads come off and LeBron flip and slip and fall, we're going to have a serious problem. And So, NBA, take a serious look at this dude, Brandon Ingram, with these beads in his head. I don't care if he got rubber bands holding them on. I don't care what he got holding them on. He should not have beads in his hair during games. And I've seen this a couple of cases. I hope they do something about this. But Rajon Rondo has been really, really playing some good ball for this team since he's come back from injury. But Lavelle McGee, you know, he, he's still almost looking like, you know, shacking a fool from time to time. And that's just not consistent enough for this team to go anywhere. Kyle Kuzman has had, had a pretty good season this year. But well, what else can we talk about uh, with this team? You know, it's just not—it's just not a lot of stars, lot of, not a lot of not a lot of star power on this team, and um, and it shows. It, it shows when they play; um, they just don't. You know, and Brandon Ingram—we've been waiting for him to shine as a star in this league for about woo, since he came to the league, and at. Um, Hey, he's been in. This is third year, and we've been waiting on him to 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 shine for um, for three years, and he just has not. And and you and you wonder, you know, if you if if you haven't did it in three years, this is your third year. When are you gonna do it? Maybe he will. Maybe he will. you know, make some changes, make some adjustments in his game. But LeBron James, man, he's in his 15th season. And Rajon Rondo is in his 12th season. You know, you, you really make you wonder, how many more seasons can these guys play? You know, uh, Tyson Chandler is in his 17th season. You know, and when your star is in his 15th season, that's really difficult for you to really, really, really make a serious push. And, and you know, don't get me wrong. I, I think LeBron James is in a class all by himself. And being a star is one thing. Being a super, superstar, that is something totally different. And LeBron James is a superstar. Let's don't get it twisted. And I really think if LeBron James and Rondo, if he was healthy, with a few more stars around him, I think they could do something, and I mean, if he had Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, um, Rajon Rondo, and a little bit more help, I think he could do something. But when we look at this team, it's just not enough star power around this team for them to really, for them to really be be in, in any kind of um, any kind of any kind of position to make make a run for the playoffs when they're like five games out right now. And I don't see them in, I don't see them making any, I don't see them making any run. Um, You know, LeBron James is, is barely much different than the team. He left the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, right now the Lakers are 30 and 33 and the Cavaliers. No, I'll take that back. Hold on. The Cavaliers are 16 and 48. That's just awful. You know, and, and, but when we look at uh, the Lakers, like I was saying they lost to the uh, to the Suns the other night, and the Suns' record is thirteen and fifty-one. You know the Lakers just that was a game they had to win. You know they they really had to win that game to really make a make at least at least look legitimate in going into um uh make make a legitimate move. Towards the playoffs, you know, and then they came back and they lost to the Bucks, and the Bucks got the best record in the league. You know, they have um, they have um, to two pull um, uh, Giannis. We'll call him Giannis for now. Hey, we got Red on the line. Red, what's going on, buddy? What's up, Dale? Red, um, I was up, just man? talking about. I know you want to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but um, I think Jameis Winston has put himself in a position, man, where he he deserves some money. But he's not going to get his word because of the stuff that he's done. But I think he's going to get something that's fair. <laughs> He'll get something that's fair,
4: but
5: like you said, he's in this position, man, because, uh, well, he's going to get low ball, I think. But, I mean, uh, it'll still be substantial money, you know. It'll still be substantial money. But well, anyway, man, this 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 combine is full of athletes, man. A lot of them. A lot of them. I'm looking at these cornerbacks today. Day four was a uh, defensive back day. I mean, it was some impressive stuff out there, man. Safety and cornerback. Looking at Greedy Williams. I'm also looking at Lonnie Johnson Jr. Kentucky, six-two cornerback. Like two fifteen, six two, two fifteen. Nice looking cornerback, man. I yeah, and it, man. they were saying that Greedy Williams was uh six three, but he uh measured at six one and like 58 five or something like that, almost six two. But uh yeah, he ran a four three eight today. He impressed today. Oh really? Yeah, me some good- yeah, yeah, he impressed today, man. Cornerbacks out yeah. of Alabama, LSU. Uh, shoot, what's that kid came from War-, War-, War Wartham or something like that? Yeah, places you ain't heard of, man. Going to be a lot of going to be a lot of talent out there.
1: Yeah,
3: it is a lot of talent out there, man. I'm telling you. You know what, what do you what do you think about this kid Kyler Murray to um, turning down the the baseball money to actually um, I don't. In the NFL. I, I, I don't know, man. Let
5: me ask you. Let me let me bounce it back off you. You really think he worth the first pick?
3: You know, um, I
5: really think you gotta think about it. If you gotta think about it, if the Cam Newton was there, that wasn't a question. When 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 you know a lot of these guys was there, it wasn't a question. These guys going first. I mean, we questioning this, man. Is he really worth of being picked first? I don't think he's the best quarterback in this draft.
3: Well, we, we I think they're going to have to wait and see on his pro day. But, you know, from what I hear, the Cardinals yeah, say they're going to take him man. first.
5: That kid, Ohio State, man, threw 50 touchdowns, man. He's a quarterback, dude. He's a quarterback. He's going to stand in there. There ain't going to be no question whether he get hit or not. This dude, 250 pounds. He's big. He rugged. That dude, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I, 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 I don't know. agree with you.
5: I don't know.
3: I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't do it. I, I, I don't know. I would But do I really it. think that uh Arizona's gonna take him. Um uh I think they're gonna take him no matter what.
5: I think they probably will.
3: They, they probably will. And he might sit there. He
5: might he might they might make it work there, but I mean, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I, I what's think that uh, take NFL that Network to say Bucky Brooks Bucky Brooks had uh had the had the Jags taken it. I'm like, what is in your ass, trick?
3: I I don't know. I don't I don't think so. And if not Arizona, then who who is gonna make that move? I, exactly. Yeah. If he don't go first, man, he's gonna drop way
5: yeah. somewhere.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, think he is gonna, gonna drop, drop if he doesn't go first. And that 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 could be that, that could be good and bad because you know um, what the A's are the saying, the they still gonna back. wait I on.
5: I hope the Jags take the big quarterback if the Giants don't get him first, because there's some talk about them taking him at number six, and the Jags pick number seven. We pick fifth. I think we're taking a big person. I hope we do. I don't think none of them quarterbacks is worthy of the fifth pick, but I mean, I don't know. Who knows? I'm going to try to hold my water and and not not get upset if I don't like the pick, but I ain't in charge. You know, I'm just watching. I just got my hopes
3: up. I hear you. You know, um so you you really think you you really like to see uh Tampa Bay take a a big person like an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman? Offensive lineman or edge rusher, man. Okay.
5: Offensive lineman or oh, is rushing. it can be a guard, it can
3: be a tackle. Do you think the kid Don't. from Alabama will still be there for for um for Tampa Bay? I think he'll be there. I think that dude, Jawan
5: Taylor, definitely be there. That's kind of like the dream pick because he played tackle. You know, he's a big dude. He like 330, you know. Yeah. And I don't know how I mean, they make it work. I don't care. I really don't care. I mean, they got some guys there. I think they they, they did franchise tag um, Donovan Smith, so he'll be there. Lamar Dawson, he'll vet. I don't know if they want to let him go or not, but I mean, they were talking about the other dude, Alex Capital. That they drafted last year might be playing some tackle this year. I don't know, I don't know. I'm waiting to see what Bruce Arians got in the in the in the uh, in the mix for them guys, man.
3: Because that to be, be interesting to see what Bruce Arians that's has in the fixed. mix for these guys, man. It, it really is. It, it, it really is. So um, you know, <laughs> All I, I think fixed, Tampa Bay is to. Anything else yeah, to work A on, totally different team next year. Totally different. Yeah, They're I'm, gonna be yeah. winning. They're going to the playoffs. And it's simply because of the coach. And I've been telling you this for almost two years. They needed to get they need to get rid of their coach. And I'm glad and they did. And I'm glad you. they went out and got somebody with a name, somebody everybody's going to respect. Somebody's going to say it like it should be said. And and talk you that talk and walk that walk. That you know what I'm saying? He's going he to do the ritual, y'all, man. He's going to change some hey, things hey. around here. It's a new sheriff in time, man. Look at you! Remember when you used to say that? You remember what I used to ask you. They need to get rid of Dirk Curry. Remember what I used to ask you. Who are they going to replace him with? Exactly. That was your question. Not
5: that Well, then there you go. There you go. Now we have the answer to that. We couldn't even. We couldn't even throw his name in the hat at the time. He was retired. When all those questions was being asked, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We so, couldn't hey. even. We, we couldn't throw his name in the hat. Yeah.
3: His name is in there. I think he's going to make a. Big difference. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for Tampa Bay. You know, I love all Florida Todd teams. Todd Bowles,
5: defensive coordinator. Todd Bowles, defensive coordinator. Byron Leftwood is the offensive coordinator. It's
3: going to be interesting. Todd Bowles is a very good um, um, defense coordinator. Very good. And he wasn't a bad head coach. He he really wasn't. He just, you know, I think he just kind of got... He was in a city that de- demanded too much. New York City. you yeah, got a it's hard to work in New York City, man. Now, now,
5: now. Check this
3: out. Mm-hmm. It was uh, the deadline for the franchise tag was
5: today, sometime today. And they did not franchise Landon Collins. He was not franchise tag. I'm looking at that. Um, uh, Tyron Matthew was not franchise tag. I don't think maybe he was worthy of that. But just the same, they used their franchise tag on Jadavion Clown in the day. So I saw that. He is out there. He is out there still. I mean, he's still probably
3: negotiating with the Texans, but it's on the table for Tyron Matthew to come to the Buccaneers, man. It's, definitely it's on the, the table. table. And 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 uh, Arians like, like like him a lot. He really does like he's that right guy out, a lot. He, so I, and, I can and, see and, that and happening. Easy. Hey, Red, we're up against the break, man. Thanks for calling us. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night talking sports on Sports Info UM, All right, man. Thanks for having me. Always. And we'll be right back after these messages.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. on Voice America Variety. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com
2: You're tuned into to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. All
3: right, welcome back to Sports Info U.M. Hey, we got Eddie on the line. Eddie, what's going on, buddy? Hey, dad, what's happening with
4: you, brother? How things been with you?
3: Man, I'm loving this life I got. Every second of it. I try to slow it down sometimes so I can level it on a little bit more. You know, I know you want to talk about the Miami Hurricane playing the Florida Gators in Camping World Stadium in Orlando, not too far from where you live at. I know it's exciting. It's getting excited around there
4: already. That's going to be
3: the first, one oh, of the first games you know of what? the season.
4: Uh, actually, actually, we are made a pit, right? And we call it the U-Pit, and it's on fire, right? We can't wait to get with the Gators, right? on September the twenty uh the ninth, twenty nineteen. It's been a couple of years since we played the Gators, but everybody getting excited. It's like you know, I know you already got your tickets and I got my tickets and looking for extra tickets. <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: and we haven't played them since um uh, two thousand thirteen. Wow. Yeah okay. uh, in Miami Garden, <laughs> we beat them um um twenty one sixteen. Yeah, in 2008, and yeah. I was at the game in Gainesville where they beat us um, uh, 26 to 3. And uh, prior to that, we had beat them like six times in a row in 1986, 87, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, yeah. and, um, and then well,
4: 2008 you, they beat us. look, we can't claim 83 because they gave us a, a what? They handed a the bottle to us like we were babies. Woo! But man, they, can they you imagine that? In 1983,
3: they beat us 28-3 to 3 <laughs> up there in Gainesville. The and, um, boy, that was a heck of a crowd, too. I'm, I'm yes, trying to was, tell you. Uh, that was a heck actually, of a crowd. That was crowd my first, was my first time starting,
4: man, to see the capacity of the people there. I looked up there in that stadium. I was just blown away. It looked like people were sitting in the clouds. I said, my God.
3: I'm telling you. Wow. And I was a red shirt but freshman think- that year. Um, they beat us so bad, I actually got in the game. I'll never forget, <laughs> I man. Know. I was in the game. It was late. And Wilbur uh, yeah. Marshall tackled me, and we was under pile. <laughs> and he's down there twisting my ankle. I'm like, man, what's going like- on? They're killing us, 28-3. And he twisted my ankle in the game. What you still doing in the game, y'all, America?
4: (laughs) Well, you know what they're doing, right? They were trying to rub it in, actually, what they were trying to do, right? They they had already humiliated us. They were just trying to destroy us. That's
3: it. Yeah, they were really trying to destroy us. And uh, as a matter of fact, if you look at that game one time, uh, a guy hits Bernie Kozar late in the game, and Bernie Bernie Head hit the goalpost. And you can see the goalpost shaking. They really put us on the honest that game. But I'll tell you this. Yeah. Coach Snellenberger did say after that game, years after, he would never practice a UM team as hard as he practiced us coming up to that game. when we had those three-day practices?
4: Out. Yeah, he burned us out. We was having those 3 other days, and we didn't stop and get up until, like, what, the week before?
3: a week, A week, maybe eight, nine days before the game. Yeah. Yeah. So and 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 actually, um, you could actually see that because we went on to win how many of the games the rest of that season? we won we won ten straight. All yeah. of them. Yep. We won all all, all of the rest of our games. Yep. So um, you yeah, ten straight. You we know, got ten straight. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that that let you know that we were really and, and the Gators. I don't know what their record was that year, but they was nothing close to. Them. Well, we ended up
4: yeah. uh What happened, they, were, they they wound up getting knocked off at the end of the year by Florida State. So that's why they took us off the schedule because, you know, we had the Gators and the Seminole. We were knocking each other off late in the season. So that was um, a perfect opportunity to play in a national championship game because you got three state schools that's competing. But at the same time, you know, we played late in the season. You're back then, right? If you lost, you didn't have an opportunity to get back in to the playoff status
3: uh, of the situation. Yeah, you, you're right. And and, and back then, if you, didn't, if you lost late in the season, it was over for oh, you. Exactly. And because we had yeah. that one loss at the very first game of the season, the it really did. made a difference for us going on to winning the national championship. And we had to beat Florida State in a very cold game in Tallahassee Uh, late in the season, like you say, and that's those games that usually knocked you out of an opportunity to play for a national championship when Miami and Florida State played, and Miami and and Florida and Florida State had to play usually around Thanksgiving.
4: Yeah, but you know what? I I watched that game the other night. They had it right um, on um, TNT. No, it wasn't TNT. It was one of the sports channels, right? But they were showing that game in 19... uh, 80, it was 82 season, but my God, they showed that game when we was playing Florida State. That was a great game. I didn't know that game had that much hype and that much activity in it until I just, you know, watched it. And that opportunity to just sit down and watch it. It was some explosive plays. I mean, that was a great game. It came down to the last what, 16, 17 seconds.
3: Yeah. Yep, and we kicked the yep. field goal. Flea kicked that field goal. I remember just as clear as day what end zone it was and everything. And yep. um, and in that game, the first kickoff, when they kicked the ball off to us, they kicked it short to me. And I made a nice Yeah, I remember you ran it back about 35 yards. Yeah, yeah, I ran it. Yeah, I, I was about, saying, about to say 31. But it was that's
4: 35, scary. huh, Eddie? Yep. Yes, sir. That was a great and, run, though, because you know what? That set us up for the last drive and the winning field goal for us to go to the Orange Bowl. Because yeah. after that game, that's when they officially gave us the invitation. Because it was going to either be us or Florida State that was going to get invited to the Orange Bowl. Yeah,
3: I remember that, and um, and um, and I remember we got the ball back late in the game. We were winning, and um, I don't know how it was. But Coach Nellenberger said, be careful, Ollie. They might kick it off to you again. <laughs> but yeah, they uh, keep you. I ended up lettering look, that year, gave me my four-year lettermanship, too. Now, that was my redshirt yeah. freshman year.
4: But you know something? I look forward to it, right? Because yeah. this, this is going to be an exciting game. People are already talking about it here in Orlando, in the Central Florida area. And, you know, that's Labor Day weekend. And, oh, uh, my God, it's going to be. So many people, so many activities. So we're just looking for our alumni and all our uh, uh, student body to come up in and support the hurricane because, you know, the game is going to be here too. But they they, they couldn't pick a better place, a better location, right? You know what I mean? Centralized to be able to bring that game here to Orlando. So I'm just glad that they brought it it here. And I just want to see the participation. I know it's going to be sold out. Oh, without a doubt, it's going to be
3: sold out. And uh, as a matter of fact, University of Miami is going um, going to Orlando this spring to have one of their uh, spring practices. So uh, that's going to rally the fans down in Orlando. And I think that's a big and deal, too. Where are going to be at? Be, where Orlando they fans, doing? but for the fans of North Florida, parts of Jacksonville and maybe Lake right. City and... Uh, maybe even as oh, far as Tallahassee. Some of those fans are having a hurricanes in Cincinnati. Atlanta, you got some in Cincinnati. Atlanta. You might
4: not have many of them, but you got them in Wilhelm. You got them at Honda and um, Lakeland. You got them here in Orlando, Tavary, Lake County. You got some hurricanes in there. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh yeah, and I, I think that's really a, a big deal that Coach Diaz is uh, is putting an effort to uh, come come north and um, and support the fans up in uh, in North Florida, of course, in Central Florida, of course, and you know I think that's
4: I think that's and a that was, big deal, yeah. And you know what I I like that we uh, I'll be glad when we bring that that rivalry back. You know what I mean? Where we be on the schedule every year because you know that what took away from Florida football. You know when we stopped playing them. And then the Seminoles, you know, we got a lot of other schools here in Florida now, but that right there was the cutting edge of football. The Seminoles and Miami and the Miami and the Gators. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That
3: was the cutting edge of football, man. I mean I mean really. Uh that was that was like the cream dollar cream of football. I don't think it was a bigger rivalry at one point than than the Gators and Miami. But maybe I feel yeah. that way because I was a part of some of those rivalries. I'm from Florida. I saw a lot of those rivalries. And um I remember when Miami wasn't a very good team and they were always struggling against um, against Florida, Florida State, Penn State, <laughs> everybody. So Unless
4: I wonder how they of games that you got out of there. You supposed to be a gang. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, you know, I'm telling you, uh, Gainesville wasn't far from my house, and I'm t- I, I tell people the story all the time. When I left home to come to Miami for uh, my visit, it was a weekend that uh, um, uh, Cincinnati played San Diego in the playoffs, and they played in Cincinnati, and it was so cold in Cincinnati, they almost canceled the playoff game. Well, it was almost that cold at my house. When I left home, man, when I got to Miami, it wasn't that cold, but it was felt like in the 20s or 30s at my house when I left home. And when I got to Miami, it was 81 degrees. And I was like, man, it can't be 80. We're still in Florida. Can't be. And I knew right there where I wanted to go to school.
4: Yeah, well, I knew too. And it was a game I was just looking forward. You know, to see you out in August, right? We all get together. We just celebrating fellowship, no
3: doubt. And before then, man, we'll be at um we'll be at our annual reunion second weekend in April. I haven't heard anything different, but I know we're gonna do it. Yeah, I'm looking man,
4: forward to Diaz that too. To that also, if you find out right um, where the game gonna play the local game for the spring, I would like to know because I'm gonna participate if they coming up here.
1: Oh
3: yeah,
4: yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, I'll let you know Okay, sure. well, listen, good Good. Good talking to you, man. Thank you for having me on the show. Be blessed. Uh, to the Hurricane Nation, man, hey, we look forward to seeing y'all. We have our reunion in Orlando this August 31st, 2019. Eddie, thanks
3: for calling, man. We love it when you call. Appreciate Be a part, you, part of SportsCenter for you on com. Much love, my brother. All right. Peace. Well, oh, I love you. Peace. No doubt. You know, um, we're talking about Tampa Bay and and their their actual draft position. You know, the Cardinals are are saying they're going to take um, Kyler Murray. I don't know if that's a good pick for them or not. Uh, San Francisco 49ers look like they're going to take Nick Bosa. I don't know if that's a good pick for them. You know, Nick Bosa is the same guy that told his team that, hey, I'm not coming back. Um, for the rest of the season, and I know I probably could come back and play in a bowl game, but I'm not coming back to even play in a bowl game. Forget it. I'll see y'all um, maybe at the reunion in a couple years or maybe ten years, but I'm not coming back to play no college football. And I wonder if you could take a guy like that. I mean, I, don't, I and I'm not, you know, don't hate the player, hate the game. And I'm not hating on Nick at all, by no means, but. Is he really? Is he really worthy of the second player taken in the NFL draft? And um, this kid, Quentin Williams, out of Alabama, defensive tackle. I think he's worthy of the of the third pick, you know. And um, hey, the Raiders said they're gonna take um, um, Josh Allen out of Kentucky. That's what it looks like. Juwan Taylor, out, uh, offensive tackle from Florida like that's where Tampa Bay is going to take their fifth pick. And Red did say they're going to look like they're probably definitely going to take someone inside. They, maybe an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman. He thought it could be an edge rusher. Now on the, in the sixth pick, here it is. Uh, you know, uh, Red did say that Dwayne Haskins he thought was a better quarterback than Kyler Murray. He says he's bigger, he's stronger, he's um, he's He's played in just as many big games. I, I don't know, but is he really? Is he really ready for this NFL? Um, this NFL seems to be you have you have your feet have to be very quick. You got to be able to move, throw on the run. You have to stay in the pocket to the last second. It's just a it's a different kind of league now, and I don't know if that big two hundred fifty pound, six four and a half, six five. I, I don't, I don't know. You know, um, the Jaguars have the seventh pick. Now, there's some stories that the Jaguars are going to get rid of um, Leonard Fournette. I don't know if that is a good thing, a bad thing. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. You just it makes you wonder. But the Jaguars desperately need a quarterback. Now, are they gonna are they gonna take on Nick Foles and his his big contract, I'm not so sure. Are they gonna take on someone in the in a, in this draft? They can't because they need to win right away. So they have to go out and get someone that can win. And now when we look at some of these quarterbacks that are available, um, there you know there there's some quarterbacks that are that are available. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, uh, Robert Griffin. Uh, we ain't, we ain't throwing that third on them, or just rattle, you know. But and hey, but there are some quarterbacks available now. I'm not I'm not saying that that uh, any of these guys are really worthy of a lot of money. Um, uh, Brock Osweiler, uh, Josh McCown, um, Geno Smith, Tyrod Taylor. Right, Tyrod Taylor, out of all of those quarterbacks, maybe besides Teddy Bridgewater, I think Tyrod Taylor could really be someone's. Um, and Nick Foles is on this list too. You know, Nick Foles is probably should be at the top of the list. Teddy Bridgewater, Tyrod Taylor, I think all of those guys could um could be a could be productive in the in the NFL and and the Jaguars have to go out and get someone to help them. And out of those guys that I talked about, more the most likely candidate will not be Tyrod Taylor and I don't think it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater. And I really think it has to be Nick Foles if they're going to go and get anything off the scrap heap, bring it to Jacksonville, pay him a lot of money. It can't be Teddy Bridgewater because if he if he fails, man, it'll be a ruckus in Jacksonville. And uh, if Tyron Taylor fails, man. It'd be a ruckus in Jacksonville. Wouldn't be a pretty sight. I'm telling you. Hey, we gonna, We got Damon on the line. And when we get back, we get back on the other side of this commercial break. We'll talk to Damon about a little bit of Florida State, a little bit of NFL free agency. What's happening in Los Angeles with LeBron James? What's going on with this dude? I don't think it's LeBron James. I actually think it's Walton. Luke Walton. Luke Walton was one of those guys that got a job because his dad was a great player. He was never a great player. He was an OK player. And I'll say this right now. Luke Walton getting a job over Patrick Ewing it's, it's laughable. Come on. You know, Patrick Ewing sat on the NBA bench for so many years. And here we see this dude, Luke Walton gets a job in the NBA for the Los Angeles Lakers. Give me a break, and we'll be back on the other side, and Damon will be talking about a whole lot of sports from around the world and around Florida. We'll be right back after these messages.
0: Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside the minds of the players and coaches? We talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college sports. We'll review and preview this week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific,
2: You're tuned into Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
3: And hey, welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Damon on the line. I know Damon, these are of subjects, Damon. What's going on, buddy?
6: Hey, how's it going, Daryl?
3: Hey, man, it's going good. What's going on with you?
6: Hey, everything's everything, man. Trying to make the best of it. Yeah. Well, hey, um, you know,
3: when we was talking, I was just talking about those Lakers, man, and the Lakers are really, really seeing like they struggling, man. I'm telling you, I don't, and I don't think LeBron James is is at fault for this. You know, I think I think the Lakers it's it's more Magic Johnson's fault than anybody's fault. You know, how are you going to bring Magic, um, LeBron James, and Rajon Rondo, and who else? Lance Stevenson? Come on,
6: JaVel McGee? Come on. Well, you got the young guys stepping up too because uh, they're eager, man. They're, they're hungry, but you know. Are you only good as your coach. Yeah, you're like, right. What's going to happen is they're going to make me put my jersey on and go out there and play. That's uh, what I can do. <laughs> uh,
3: I hear you. I hear you. But I'm going to tell you, man. They they seem to need a lot. They they just don't have enough players. As far as I'm concerned, you know the Lakers just—they—they they just don't have enough stars. You know
6: they need more well, more stars. But well, everybody—they want to put the, uh, all the eggs in one basket for what is a guy from uh, New Orleans. But you got to give him a lot for him. Now you still got to rebuild Anthony Davis, as I'm talking. But yeah, I know. You still got rebuild.
3: No so, doubt you got to rebuild. Even if you get him, you have to rebuild. That's,
6: that's yeah. true. Because you got two guys that want to be the man. Now you now you got to coexist to be a, a team player.
3: Well, so, you know, I, what 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 about Lorenzo Ball? You know, I think, is he going to be with this team after this season or, or it's just, it's history?
6: I think it's history because, uh, His dad already is selling him to go into another team. Because when uh, LeBron was like, uh, he was trying to pursue Anthony Davis. So his dad's still in the picture trying to pitch him to another team. But sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. But, hey, he still can can contribute with the Lakers. I don't think
3: so, man. I just don't think so. I I, I think... I think he's, he's he's lost a lot. I mean, he's lost some heart in this league because it didn't happen the way he thought it was going to happen. I think he thought he'd come into the league and everything would just fall in his hand. And it didn't happen that way. Uh, I think the kid, Kyle Kuzman. I think he's had a he's had a much better adjustment to the league than um, than um, than than ball oh. has, and both of them came in at the same time. And Brandon Ingram, I think he's just really, really still trying to find his way in the NBA, and he has not found his way in the NBA yet.
6: And I can agree with you on that. Um, yeah. So, you so you know,
3: when these three up. young guys come in the league, man, they thought one they thought they drafted them. Ball and um and 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 Kuzman came in. This is their second year in the league. Um, um Ingram, this is his third year in the league. They thought with those three, out of those three, one of them would be a star in this league. Maybe not a superstar, but be a star in this league. And they just have not become stars in this league at all. You know
6: what I'm well, saying? It goes back to that scenario. You got, uh, you, you're a big fish in a small pond, but when you get in a bigger pond, now you're just a big fish. You got, you got, you got to earn your strike. And they, they ain't trying to earn it yet. But Kuzma, he, he's, he's leading that. But, you know, a lot of those guys don't want to participate in uh, the uh, All-Star events. Kuzma is. And, you know, he want to show his talent on that on that level. Because people still watch it. So you, they can't catch the games. Because, you know, a lot of the West Coast games are uh, late at night. So if you go to the All-Star... Um, Weekend now now they now they can see who you are and they can follow the games. Does that make any
3: sense? Well, that makes a lot of sense. It, it it really does, you know. Um, but when we look, when we, a lot of a lot of us think the best basketball is played on the West Coast, you know, even right now with the with the with the best record being in the East Coast with the Milwaukee Bucks having the best record, but some you know you got to look at the uh, the Golden State Warriors and say they've had a down season this year and they're still probably going to be the favorite to win the NBA championship again because of Kevin Durant. Now the question is is Kevin Durant going to be with the Warriors much longer or are the New York Knicks getting ready to make a run for this kid Zion Williams and Kevin Durant and possibly even Kyrie Irving in free agency and basketball. So, hey, how much longer is Kevin Durant gonna stay and stay out in out on the West Coast?
6: Well you look at it, he, he achieved his goal. He wanted to be an NBA champion. And not on that, he's his M V P. So he got nothing else to um, accomplish a club in the West. And in New York he can possibly be the man. Well, he's a team. He can be the man because his
3: ability. So he, oh, he's yeah. to another, another team. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. You're right. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. But hey, um, you know uh, the problem. The problem with the Lakers, man, is that their record doesn't get any, any, any less. I mean, they their record gets stronger and stronger. One thing they play in the West. You know, and this, tomorrow, they play, um, no, tonight, uh, on the late Clippers. night, 10.30, they play the Clippers. Yep. You know, and um, Thursday, uh, Tuesday, they play the Bulls. Um, Thursday, they play the Raptors. You know, so, and then on Friday, they play uh, the Pistons, so they got a busy week this week, man. Wow. Yeah, man. This week.
6: And their schedules uh their super schedule is like uh, better, greater than um, the other teams out west because uh, they got nothing to lose. I mean, they got the a harder schedule right now. But, you know, they say if uh, we don't beat the Clippers, they're not going to make the playoffs. But there's only 19 games left, so anything can happen.
3: Yeah, anything can happen. And the Lakers really got to go on a four-game winning streak. And, you know, if there is ever, 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 ever thought to be a conspiracy in the NBA, we're about to see it unfold. You know, because LeBron James is five games out of the playoff. Do you know how much money the NBA is going to lose if LeBron James is in street clothes while the NBA playoffs are going on? I'm gonna tell you now. Um, uh, Calvin Klein may gain some, may gain, some, may earn some money, but the NBA is not gonna earn money if LeBron James is in street clothes while the NBA playoffs are going on.
6: I tell you what, if, if it happens in mean, the playoffs, you you called it first on your show <laughs> because uh, I can see that happening too. To make the making playoffs because it's only been done like three or four times.
4: Yeah, so,
3: right. So, I don't. I don't see them making the playoffs. But we've, you know, if there is a conspiracy, we'll see it unfold in the next what three weeks.
6: Well, we saw it in the NFL with uh, the
3: Flaygate. <laughs> hey, but well, we we, <laughs> we, we we saw it in the NFL when the New Orleans Saints played the Rams, and they got tackled the Saints player. Before the ball ever even got there, and I think that was truly a conspiracy because the Saints, don't, New Orleans, don't have no money. There's no money in. I don't mean it like that. I'm just saying <laughs> New Orleans is not New York. It's not Boston. It's not uh, Miami. It's it's not Los Angeles. You understand what I'm saying? It's just not the same kind of clout there that's in Miami. Not the same kind of money. Not the same kind of high rises going up constantly, and
6: and, and, and notoriety. But you, you got like NFL justifying that because there should be uh, some type of rule now. But they they didn't they didn't uh, they, they they said it was okay, I guess, in a, in a sense. And now uh, what I'm hearing is the uh, upset like the drones. Guys, he can, he can, he can uh, overturn a lot of the, kind of calls they do
3: I don't see it happening, um, Damon. Uh, but you know, um, we've seen stranger things happen. Uh, before we get off, before we go, man, what do you think about the AFL? Have you had a chance to see any of them play in the AFL?
6: I saw a- some of them, but a- I didn't get to see a full game.
3: AAF I mean, yeah,
6: yeah. Yeah, I thought some of it, man. It's just some of the old players that were in the league. Uh, see them get get their, their, their due uh, diligence. But um, that's about it. I didn't spend a, a whole lot of time on it. No,
3: I, I haven't spent a lot of time on it either. And, um, but, you know, it, it does appear to be uh, somewhat entertaining and uh, – and I, and I think the NFL may even go to, um, um, may pick up some of these rule changes that they have. Uh, maybe not the one where, where you can only blitz one person. You pe only five people can rush. I don't think they'll ever pick up that. But um, some of the rules they have with kickoff, I don't think they have kickoff in this game or um, punt, punt return. I don't think they have that. So I think, you know, but you never know how, how well it's going to go. Yeah, but it appears to be gone. They,
6: pretty- they did change some of the rules on the on the punt returns. That way, uh, the guys don't get you know banged up because you know you don't expect some of the hits. So they were trying to do that uh, towards the end of the season. But yeah, you know either way, somebody's gonna get banged up, intentionally or you know,
1: yeah,
6: it's called football.
3: Yeah. Hey, well, Damon, thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night talking sports on Sports for You and VoiceAmerica.com.
6: Hey, right, thanks for having me.
3: Always. But uh, you know, uh, I I just had, have not been able to take too much of a look at the um, AAF, you know, um, uh, Alliance of American Football. Uh, Steve Spurrier. It's one of the coaches of the uh, Orlando team, our Florida team, and but I, I I love the fact that athletes have an opportunity to uh, make money, you know. From what I understand, these guys make a, a minimum of eighty thousand dollars a year. That's pretty good money for anybody. So, and you only have to work a few uh, months out of the year. I think that's great. But we see the same problem with the AAF as we see with all football. If you don't have a a good quarterback, a fair quarterback, someone that can throw the ball with accuracy, that's not afraid to stand in the pocket, you're not going to be successful. And, and most of these teams, you see, you see the quarterbacks, they just don't have accuracy. You, you know why they're not playing at a higher level? Because they just do not have the accuracy to um, to just to sustain the level of play that it takes to be an NFL quarterback. Now, maybe some of these guys will um, blossom later in life and become, uh, maybe some someday even become NFL quarterbacks. It's a possibility. I'd love to see this happen, be the, um, the AAF, the uh, Alliance of American Football, become a feeder, a semi-pro um, for the NFL. Um, This would be great. I think it would be. I think it would help a lot of athletes, like I say, give them an opportunity to work. Thanks, guys, for listening to Sports Info UM on voiceamerica.com. We had another great show. We'll see you next week with more sports information.
2: Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for more sports info U.M. We'll see you then.